Hear ye, hear ye, and welcome to the Royal Geek Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler Rollison, also known as T-Roll. I am once again joined by my two very good friends, Justin Sandoval, a.k.a. Sandy, and Anthony Amato. We like to call him Shimato. Gentlemen, so glad you guys can uh, join me on this wonderful evening. How we doing? Uh, excited to do a little bonus episode here, uh, a preview of Season 7 Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah, man, I'm fired up to talk about this. <laughs> yeah, n- nice little double header we got going on tonight. Yeah, we uh, not not that long ago recorded our very first uh, episode. Well, I should, I, I guess our very first official episode, our inaugural episode. We have a, uh, a handful of test episodes that no one will ever hear because we're embarrassed by them. Um, but yeah, I think, I mean, maybe they'll hear them. I don't know. But I think, uh, I'm, I think what I, what I was most excited about in doing a podcast is just being able to go in depth a few times in certain shows and movies. And ironically, um, we started this thing in the middle of the, uh, global pandemic where there's almost no new content coming out. Um, but somehow of all, of, of all things possible, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. is getting a new season in the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. Yep. Uh, this is their chance to get a whole ton of viewers <laughs> yeah. here yeah. and just really For reel them real. in and finish on with a bang. For real. So um, we've we've talked a little bit about what we loved about the show. Uh, we did a little bit of a basic series recap for the prior six seasons, not in any way going in depth, but giving a very 30,000-foot overview of the show. Uh, we did that on our prior episode yeah, of the Royal Geek by, Podcast. Really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If you haven't listened to that, go check it out. Um, episode one of the Royal Geek Podcast. We just uh, filmed that earlier uh, this evening. Uh, but t- tonight, what we're going to do now, talking about, uh, we're just going to focus on really previewing season seven, um, which, again, starts in just a few days. We are less than a week. Oh, my gosh. That is amazing. Yeah, absolutely. Less than a week away from uh, season seven premiere and so we're gonna do a preview now before we get into that though i think it's really fitting that we talked about what happened in the season finale how'd we get here that's right of season six so let's talk a little bit about that guys well first things first uh it was a rushed jumbled like crazy speed mess trap (laughs) sure (laughs) yes it's a lot of words to describe that right yeah and that's exactly what it really felt like it felt like it was a lot thrown at you in a short period of time yeah yeah, season six in general came, you know, obviously after season five where I felt like they had a really good um, series finale, like, write-off. Right, right? Yes. They wrote the literally writers... off into the sunset. Literally, literally the yeah. writers wrote it in a way that it, it could end in season five, but I think it did so good, they got re- renewed for season six, and then it was like, okay, what are we going to talk about now, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. And the whole dynamic of Coulson, or at least the... The actor of Clark Gregg coming back and playing a person who isn't necessarily Coulson, but still somehow has, <laughs> has a little bit of his consciousness. Right. Um, but he's really a whole different person that they called Sarge um, from a whole other planet. <laughs> Just very, sounds very much like S.H.I.E.L.D., right? Was it a planet or a dimension? Uh yeah, it was like I a realm. Remember, yeah, realm. Yeah, if I remember correctly, it was a dimension or a realm. Or yeah, because life and death... Uh, Izell, her name, the crazy lady with red hair, said that life and death are meaningless here or something like that. Like, yeah. Anyways, a lot of craziness. And I think it really gets into what you were saying, Justin. It really ended abruptly. Yeah. Like, oh, absolutely. Golly. Which, I mean, it kind of raised question marks for like what the, the future. Like, They have to answer so many questions, Yeah, I feel like. In a short season. In a, in a short season. Yeah. Um, 
Like, why are they there? <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, so let's 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 spend a couple more minutes talking about the season finale. Anything that you guys remember that really makes you wonder what's what's next or what's what's to come? Well, I'd say May. Uh, yeah, I feel like she was a huge part of the ending of season six. And yeah. uh, to be honest with you, when I saw the sword go straight through her, yeah. I was shook. Like. Yeah, down to the core, <laughs> and I was like, "There's no way they are killing this character off right now." Like, so yeah, I was. Oof. It was so clever for them to throw her through the little portal, and then yeah. she's on that in that different dimension where yeah, she really should be dead, but she's not. She's fine. No, she's and perfectly like, fine. It was so weird. Which leads me to believe is like, did Coulson like work through Sarge in order to make sure that that happened? Like, <sighs> hmm. Wow. Yeah. I never I mean, really thought about that. Yeah, because, I mean, there's, like, obviously May's trying to convince Sarge that he has Coulson tendencies. Yeah. And what better way for Coulson, quote-unquote, to uh, come out of Sarge than to throw her into there knowing the knowledge yeah. that he has about what it is over there. It does kind of create an, an interesting uh, idea about the personality of Coulson and, like, the the power of his you know, optimism and his power of his, him as a person kind of leaning back to the whole, you going all the way back to even Avengers is like his, his, uh, um, he was kind of the, the glue of what the Avengers oh, for were sure. in the movie and like how that surpassed so much of his, what, what you think his role would be in that unit, yeah. in, in that unit. And so like even going all the way to here and it, how, you know, the power of, um, just his personality and his, the strength of his character, you know, seems to bleed past life and death. Yeah, yeah. And maybe that is a, a possibility of what happened there. But regardless of whether or not Coulson had any, like, somehow Coulson somehow had a part in that, um, nonetheless, the season, season six ends strangely, right? Like, yes. May is dead, and Daisy is holding her and saying... Um, you know, like actually, I remember May asked, you know, because she killed uh, Sarge, and she said, "Was there anything left? Any anything left of Coulson?" And she said, "No." And May was really sad, and she yeah. was like, "I wanted to see him one more time," and then really sappy. Although I guess I'll yeah. see him soon enough, you know, because yeah. he's about to die. Right. And she closes her eyes, and meanwhile, Mac is over there holding Yo Yo, who's puking death because she almost died. By the way, yeah. of one of the Shrike. Yeah, swallow or one went in her mouth. Right. And, yeah. yeah. Um, but uh, then, like, all these big lights come on. You know what it really feels like is like at the end of uh, Hunger Games, Catching Fire, where <sighs> yeah. like the whole the whole thing breaks and there's like helicopters descending, and you're like, what is what happened? You know? Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. like Simmons is just standing there, and you don't really know you don't really know what's going on with Simmons, but you can clearly see that something is different. Right. Yes. And this is what I want to talk about. What I what really stuck out to me the most from season six finale, the season six finale, um, the, the 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 other arc is back at the lighthouse. Fitz and Simmons are alive, and they've been saved a couple times in this season by Enoch, our favorite Chronicom. Oh, is absolutely. It, is it Chronicom? Did I say that right? Chronicon. Chronicon, excuse me, um, saved by Enoch, who's just a beast, and he saves them yet again. They're about to die, and they're about to actually blow themselves up with a grenade and then destroy this whole level of like shield equipment to prevent the uh, Chronicon Enoch's, excuse me, hunters from getting 
uh, more shield tech. And Enoch saves them. And then he says, uh, I've come up with a theory to like save you and your friends, but this will be the hardest thing you've ever had to do. And which is kind of funny because they're like, yeah, well, what's new, right? Yeah, <laughs> you yeah, know, like they've, they've only yeah. conquered everything else. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. And right. it was actually funny because Fitz said, "Nothing's ever easy with it." Is it? no? He said, "Nothing is ever easy with you. nothing." Gosh, I can't talk tonight. <laughs> nothing is ever easy with you, is it? And he was like so mad <laughs> yes, at him. Yeah, yeah. But um, he asked him, Enoch asked them if they're prepared to do um, what it takes. And Fitz, or I think it's Simmons who says, "Well, what do we have to do?" And he says, change the natural course of your lives forever. Okay? So I, I remember, I knew we were going to be talking about this, and when I rewatched the season finale, I, I typed that line down because I was like, okay, that is so compelling because what we know, and let's, let's talk a little bit about going into season seven, what we know. What we know is that Simmons kind of saves the day. She's a, she shows up with shield people in, in, like, hazmat suits. That's really comforting and fitting yeah. right now. And... <laughs> They save they save the four characters, and again she shows up and she's like she'll be fine talking about May. And I'm just I'm just like what? Yeah. So I'm giving you guys a I'm giving you guys a real big overview of everything I remember seeing in the season six finale, and then she's kind of answering some of their questions, but also being very vague, extremely vague, extremely yes. vague, and that's what really frustrated me more than anything. And she uh, she's being vague with them. Mac, who is the director at this time, is asking questions, and she's kind of being vague. And meanwhile, I don't know if you guys remember this, but the three massive monoliths are standing right there against the wall. Yeah. And he's like, uh, Max says something about um, we need to destroy those. And she says, they'll dest- they'll be destroyed soon enough. But something very important is the people in the hazmat suits were taking chunks out of each of the monoliths. Yeah. So they have monolith tech. They save them. And then the most compelling thing is they get on Zephyr 1. And you could see it in the eyes of Mac and Daisy and Yo-Yo. They're like... What did y'all do to Zephyr One? Because <laughs> this thing is straight up out of the future. Yeah, yeah, like, decked out. Yeah, like decades, maybe even hundreds of years into the future of tech. Yeah. And I mean, it looks brand new. Um, and she made the the comment, "We had lots of time," you know. Yeah. So, what we like? Oh my gosh, there's just so much I want to get into. But I mean, what were y'all's thoughts on just the ending? What were you thinking? Um, getting away from the Shrike and Coulson's character and Sarge and Izel and all that and getting into, like, you know, Simmons picking them up and the things that transpired on Zephyr 1 after that. What are y'all's thoughts on what happened at the ending there? Um, Kind of like, what is going on? Like, where are we? <laughs> yeah. Giant know, question mark. <laughs> yeah. You know, going into going into time travel and how that's going to affect everything like that. Um, in some ways, time travel can be really fun to play with, but it can also be incredibly infuriating when it's dealt with in a in a TV show. But also creates interesting yeah. opportunities to, um, you know, just kind of look at the world in a different way at a different time. Yeah, uh, and just you know, let's see, you, you see a lot of background kind of things. Yeah. Also, it kind of worries me a little bit of them dealing with time. Uh, I mean, in, in a TV sense, time is usually a little bit more, I don't know, it's tricky to pull off the, yeah, the right way. True. The right way. There's usually giant question marks. Mostly because of money. Like, yeah. your budget doesn't right. allow yeah, for exactly. the types of things you would want exactly. to do. But on the other hand, Marvel's in, tro- in, in control of this property, and I really do feel like Endgame did the best they possibly could with time and time travel. Um, yeah. I mean, obviously, there's a few few plot points uh plot holes in in, in it but it, it's not enough to just go 
uh, digging into them and like trying to uncover them more. But I feel like Marvel may have an opportunity here to show that, hey, I think we got this figured out. Yeah. And um, that's going to help, I feel like. With the theme of season seven, it looks like they're in 1931, I believe, is what they say. Yeah. Yeah. So we know that they go back in time. Yes. yes. That's evident because it's interesting. They get on Zephyr 1. Max says, where's Fitz? Simmons says, I don't know. I can't know. Which is, again, very compelling. Gets back to what Enoch said where it makes you wonder what sort of deal – it almost feels like what sort yeah. of deal do they have to make with the devil <laughs> to save their team? That's what I'm thinking. Right. You yeah. know? Not that like they had to ma- actually make a deal with some sort of evil entity, but there's something happening here with time. Maybe we got some speculation coming up soon. <laughs> like, I see Shimada's making some some faces, um, but she says, "I don't know, I can't know." And then you hear Fitz on the intercom, which was comforting because yes, at the time yes. I was yeah. like, "What does that mean?" Yeah, but then like, he, you know he's alive, right? Good. And then he says, "Good, tell the team I'm sorry. I'm sending you your coordinates now." Something like that. Yeah. And uh, they end up going to New York, and they it was a very compelling way to pull it off. They said, "There's the Empire State Building, but I don't see any other buildings." Yeah. And then she, she makes a reference to like the famous line about um, the Empire State Building is it might be the tallest building in building the world, in the world yeah. because it's cla- it's in the clouds, and they realize like <laughs> it's Mac who says. You didn't just upgrade Zephyr One, did you? You fixed the um, what they have this some sort of uh, time traveling machine that they use to communicate with the council, yeah. the Galaxy Council in season five or something, right? So, anyways, they were—I don't even know what to call that—but they, uh, yeah, so they were able to pull off some sort of time travel, and so we know we're in 1931. Mm-hmm. We've seen the trailers. Yes. Yes. Um, what are y'all's thoughts on, like, what do we know so far about what is actually going to happen here? Well, it looks like Hydra is going to be involved once again. Yes, which it's very much so. I do believe the strength of S.H.I.E.L.D. is when they have uh, a, an equal foe as far as Hydra goes. Yeah. Like, the, the seasons that dealt with Hydra and them being a big entity in, uh, in the seasons, I felt like it was more... Uh, entertaining it was more yeah. like drama fill and it, it really got some time to really develop the story and kind of like push it forward and yeah. it gave us a nice outcome so hydra is going to be a big part of it yeah for sure and it, it you know just being back in time i'm intrigued to see like what the ramifications are for the Fitzsimmons uh like dynamic there like why yeah. can't she know where he is and is yeah. the the one thing that worries me though is it going to be the whole season going to be him getting to her or her getting to him again <laughs> yeah. again for again. the yeah. thousandth time? <laughs> yeah, how much more can they take? <laughs> I don't know, man. Right? Gosh. I don't know. Yeah, it's it's crazy. Uh, but there's also we we don't know. There's a lot of things we don't know. We know they're back in 1931, but why? Right. Right. Correct. Yeah. Why are they in 1931? Why did they go to the 30s? Um, why are we doing the final season in a period piece? Yeah. Or are we doing it in a single period piece or multiple? Right? We don't. We don't know. That oh, uh, is the truth. Here's the thing: uh-huh. if, if Fitz is in command, you know, from the background, if they're on Zephyr One with the ability to travel through time, it makes you wonder: Will they just stay in the 30s, or are they <laughs> going to be bouncing around? Okay, some 80s episodes, Man, some future episodes. Think of how cool it would be. 3000 yep. be like AD or whatever, and I mean. Yeah. They definitely have a 
uh, propensity to jump around in a season where, you know, you get two or three (laughs) mini seasons like we were stating earlier. That's true. Um, That's true. Yeah. Shimano. Where you definitely have multiple things happening. That's good. All I got to say is, uh, I can, I can picture Deke in the 80s, man. How, how awesome. How awesome. <laughs> yeah. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Deke is still around. We should mention that. That is exciting. Um, that, that boy is going to end up addicted to cocaine if he goes to the 80s. Dude. <laughs> yeah, something bad is going to yeah. happen to him. Oh, absolutely. But uh, I'm going to go ahead and call it. I'm, okay, let's I'm hear I'm calling it. it. The first episode, let's you're getting a, re- a reference to the Super Soldier Serum as far as in starting stages of development. Yeah. In preparation for okay. the, the yeah. what's to come. Yeah. I, I could definitely see that happening yeah. for sure. Absolutely. And this is about- you know what? I'll take that. I will eat up that slop that Marvel's giving me right there, <laughs> and I will absolutely eat Dude, into that. So You'll enjoy it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. All right. Oh. So here's, 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 one, here's one benefit. Okay. Season six was written in a time where they wrote season five as if it could be the finale, like the series finale, but they get renewed. But they're also in that window where they can't know what happens in Endgame. We talked about this on our last pod. Yes. Yeah. They, the writers don't know what actually happens in Endgame. So they're writing season six without any inclination of how the actual MCU universe, like the Marvel universe, is saved from the snap. So they completely disregard the snap. So Which was infuriating, but it could pay off. It, yeah. Here. Now. <laughs> like, if, like if they re- get to the snap somehow? Either Is that they, what you mean? Yeah, either they get to the snap, they reference the snap, they live through the snap, or okay. what? Give yeah. me something with the snap in this, this final season. Yes, or what I was going to say is the writers have the p- possibility, the potential to write this season, knowing it's the ending. What if they are, like, cleaning up? Ah, what if they're cleaning uh, up a little bit of the madness from Endgame? Yeah. yeah. Like, Whoa. No, hear me out. Like, they went back in time in Endgame, right? A lot of things happen in the Battle of New York version two. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> right? That's yeah, true. Loki escapes, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Not, I'm not saying Loki's going to show up as amazing as that would be. <laughs> um, but Loki escapes, then Cap, and I'm assuming people have seen Endgame if you're listening to this. Spoilers if not. Um, Cap and Tony go back in time even further to 1970. Right. To New Jersey. Yeah. And then... We don't see it on camera or on on the on the big screen, but Cap goes back in time again. Yeah, Whoa. I don't know. What was the date that he went back to? Was it? It was. It was 40, after all, World all War times, II, right? It was after. It was forty five or forty six. Yeah, it was like forty five or six. It was after World War Two. Okay, for when he went back and they got the more more of the uh, the pin particles. What are you asking? Well, no, no, I'm asking no, when he when went the back time to he went to to live with, uh, with to live with Peggy. Oh yes. yeah, uh, okay. I know that kind of see that yeah. kind of stuff. Now I. <laughs> I will l- lose my mind if Chris Evans somehow ended up on Agents of Shield. Yeah. It's not going to happen. No, not going to happen. But what if there's a reference? Like, again, the writers. We talked about this on the last pod. They used to do a good job of connecting it to the major MCU storyline, right? But they've stopped, and it almost seems like Agents of Shield isn't really canon anymore. It, just, it last season felt like that. To be yeah, but I think it was because the writers. These little these writers are. Yeah. Who are these writers compared to the writers of Endgame? Like, they can't know about what's happening in the true Endgame story. Yeah. Right. But now that that, that whole arc is over, and they could they could just be cleaning up some of the more, like, fun, like, what actually happened when Cap brought this stone back to that time, or right. when Cap went back here and did this, or someone stole Captain America's shield, because he stole it, well, I think, right? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Maybe. We'll see. Maybe. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. know. There's All I'm saying is, what if this season was all about, like, just going throughout time and, like, fixing things? <laughs> it, like, we get this, like, major, like, write-off to the fans of, like, all these 
things we've been wondering throughout time. Right. Basically, just time police. Kinda. Or the uh, the TVA, the Time Variance Authority. Oh, that wasn't that. That was a reference, wasn't it? In uh, what was it a reference in? It it, so in the Loki series, he is wearing. Oh, there. That's where it he's is. wearing yes. like a TVA, which I don't know much about it from the comics, but something that like. The TVA, Time Variance Authority, they are kind of running to make sh- to fix time, which right. sounds very much like the original gripe that the Chronicons had with Fitz and Simmons because they were messing with time. Right, correct, yeah. yes. So it's like, what if like somehow Fitz is... Now, I've heard, I don't, I'm not taking credit of this. I've, I've read this and heard this other places. So if you're listening to this, this is not an original idea, but like, what if Fitz is actually where he's at right now is like the beginning stages of the TVA, mm. and that yep. like spills into Loki. Like I'm the Loki series. I'm getting all over the place now. Yeah. This is what happens when I get on my grind here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the, I just have so many questions and speculation, and I know we're probably not going to get all these amazing dream scenarios for a, a low budget TV show. Yeah. Um, but it could be really cool. So yeah. I'm going to pause. Let you guys talk a little bit. <laughs> I mean, if we're talking about specul speculation, is where I, yeah. I believe we're at. Uh, I mean, I really think that. First off, the team needs to be together most of the season. I don't want to have to, like, a you go to find her, you go to go yeah. to him, go with him. Yep. Like, the, I feel like this team needs to stay together because the the best thing about Ages of Shield is the dynamic between each of the characters yeah. and how they play off of each other. And so I'm I'm saying like I really feel like it. The, they need to stay together, and like that's that's the big thing. Yeah, um, it is definitely kind of disappointing when a show does uh things like splitting up all its characters that you've built up these rapports between these characters and then all of a sudden it's like its own separate show and it's all split up and you don't really have any way to connect them or anything like that until they're like the final episode oh they're finally all together so definitely that that's going to be annoying if it ends up like that um my biggest speculations is just about who we're going to see like, uh, in the sense of uh, who, who's going to reprise roles um, and, and things of that nature. I know we've heard about, um, you know, Patton Oswalt coming, c- coming back um, as another agent in there. Um, I think there's a couple of very interesting things that we could see as well. Um, potentially, maybe, um, or an even younger Howard Stark or yeah. you know, Jarvis showing yeah. up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's get um, some Agent Carter references. Yes, that's on another here. one yeah. that would definitely be really interesting. And this is one that are kind of off the wall, but you know, maybe we get a little bit of insight into. Um, and Agent Shield loves to deal with this character and bring him back again and again. But what if we get to a little into like the um, grandparents and we get some final say on Grant Ward's backstory? Oh my Whoa. gosh! Oh my goodness! Like um, dealing <laughs> and dealing with like because there was always a little bit of like doubt and what was true in the story of Grant's upbringing and with the way his brother. he was treated. Yeah, the, yeah. His, treat, his brother and the way he was treated by his family. Maybe we see little glimpses into. Maybe his family was more monster than, um, than they were sometimes portrayed as. Maybe they were less monster. Yeah, that's you know? a good point. You know, what, so what it'd better, be interesting to see yeah. that kind of stuff. What better way to finish the season than to bring back Ward again? Yeah, yeah. like there's a part of me that says, well, that probably won't happen. But then yeah. there's a part of me that says, can it really be an Agents of Shield? Excuse me, Agents of Shield finale 
without some sort of direct reference to Grant Ward and right. or his life or family. Yeah. You know, not that he has to be a main star. No, no, no. But they say in the trailer, they spoil this. Um, I kind of wish I didn't hear it, but they say um, Daisy is talking to uh, Deke. No, she's talking to Colson. We're gonna we're gonna call him Colson because they're probably gonna call him Colson, even though he's technically an L and D. Yeah. But she's talking to Colson and she says, So you mean to save Shield? He says, We have to save Hydra. <laughs> oh yeah. You know? Yeah. Um so and, it makes and you who says those those lines are actually even next to each other in the actual episode. True. I mean, uh, Marvel is the same people that brought us the Hulk charging into the Battle of Wakanda, and <laughs> he is nowhere to be seen in the actual yeah. movie. So, yeah, for sure. Um, they, they're very good at deceiving yeah. the fans. So, yeah, they could be tricking us big time. But I mean, I think, um, yeah, it's really compelling what that means. Like, to what degree? What does that mean to save Shield? We have to save Hydra. Like, why? Why does it have anything to do with right. what they're doing? Because yeah. in one sense, like. If if I was without knowing much more about Fitz and Simmons and why they are separated, like when Simmons saves them, in one sense I'm like, just get the heck out of there and run, right? You know, like yeah. that's what they're doing. But and that's what it looked like. The Chronicons are coming for them. The Hunters are coming for them. Um, but well, why- it looked like the Hunters were trying to establish something in the past or establish something to get it set up for their new planet yeah. creation well, of Earth or whatever. I don't know. It like, seems like they're hunting them down. So what, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. What if like they're chasing them throughout time? That'd be kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, but I would actually – I would really love to see that, to be honest with you. That would uh, be quite interesting, yeah. I mean, a side note here, like uh, DC Legends of Tomorrow, another TV show. Um, yeah. They are dealing with this concept of time as well, and they're hitting different decades and genres. And uh, they'll go to the seventies. They they go to like eighties summer camp and like that those type of themes. Yeah, uh, I would really love to see Marvel kind of like maybe steal a little bit of the ideas because I mean, it, uh, Legends of Tomorrow is a, a top quality show right now, in, in my opinion, it's the strongest uh, DC show currently. Yeah. Um, well, let's wait and see what season two of Doom Patrol looks like. But um, I will say uh, I would love to see Marvel tap into that because I do feel like time is going to be a huge factor in here, especially with the little uh, sneak preview that we got in the second uh, second trailer where they, yeah. they yeah. debated on whether or not it's a what is it a multiverse theory or the yeah, what type the of multiverse time theory? stream theory? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, Deke went to a little breakdown on what he believes it is, and I, I do believe that time is going to be the the main antagonist yeah. here i yeah. think to be honest with you yeah yeah i could see that i could see that i don't know there's just so many questions i really want to I've, I've more than anything i want to know where fitz is and yeah i want to get a i want to get a clear description of why uh Gemma can't know where he's at you know what i'm saying so and what's his motive for sending them back in time i just can't wait to find out what happens <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, this is going to be yeah. crazy to see how it, how it all turns out and everything like that. I mean, and, and maybe something as simple as, you know, with the way they were together and they were messing with time and the Chronicons, you know, for some reason can only, like, you know, pull, do something with them being together. Like, maybe they can pinpoint them them when they're together. Yeah, maybe that's maybe that's right. Um, well, what other sort of speculation or what, what do you guys want to see? What do you think is going to happen in this season before we kind of get into what we really want to see? What do you think is actually going to happen? I mean, I think that 
obviously there's going to be uh, Daisy and Coulson. Like, is it a real relationship or uh, can we pick up where we left off type of deal? Or is it going to be like, I can't get too attached to you because you're not real. Like that whole type of dynamic. Like, cause you know yep. how strong their uh, father slash daughter type yep. relationship it was. And is it going to be, I mean, are they going to play on the like, okay, he's, he's really only an LMD, but like you're so much like like him, like that that type of dynamic. Yeah. I think is what we're gonna get a big play on. Probably, yeah, yeah probably so. But I hope it doesn't drag out, though. I feel like it just need to be like touched on, make a decision on whether which direction they're gonna go, and then just <laughs> yeah. like move on to the next like story driven like. Yeah, that, that might be one of the strengths of it only being a 13 episode season is you you may not get that drawn out um, decision on that. Hopefully, um, but yeah, I would. I mean. To tell you the truth, I think that we will potentially see um, the reemergence of the um, the club that dealt with the monolith. I think we're going to see because they were such an ancient, you know, organization. Anyway, I feel like they will be seen in the past as well and dealing oh, with that. You're talking about Hyd- the Hydra group that yeah. was sending. You know what? That's a good point. Those, that was sending people to that That's planet. Right. Okay. For yeah. Like generations. Yes. Yeah, before Hydra was ever even a uh, a thing in Germany. <laughs> yeah. Yes, good point, man. That is good. I didn't even think about that. And maybe that has something to do with why they grabbed those monolith pieces. Wow. Yeah. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, so I, I definitely can see group. that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, um, this is something I, I – it doesn't necessarily fit right now, but I have to say it before I forget. It's more of like um, – not speculation, but – Let's just keep an eye if they're if they're going to be in nineteen if they're going to be in the thirties for a while. Let's keep an eye on how many awkward moments there is of racism and sexism Oof. towards oh, Mac and May and Daisy. That is definitely something that I was I was definitely thinking about, especially in the with the way they brought it up in the two trailers. But yeah, um, that is always something that is very interesting that is brought up um, in those things. Like I've seen seen it in multiple other time traveling, like DC. Legends of Tomorrow gets really into that a couple of times when they deal to deal with going into the past with the you know women women equality and especially dealing with race. Yeah, I think I mean it's they're gonna have to touch on it. Like there's no way they're not. Yeah, and it's just funny seeing uh, in the trailer clips of Daisy wearing like dresses and earrings and doing her hair all nice. No more black leather and, and gloves. You oh, know what yeah. I'm no, I haven't seen that since like uh, season one. That episode where she uh, had to go un- undercover. Oh, um, <laughs> in the mansion. Yeah, that's right. Remember yes, that. yes. yes. Um, so it's uh, yeah. I think we're going to see a lot of that. So before we kind of wrap this up, I mean, we are clearly excited for season seven. I think again, we are excited to just have something new to touch on. You yeah, know what I'm saying? yeah. New content. Um, yeah. W- let's let's finish it here. Let's spend a few minutes talking about this. It's been a good season. It's been a good series. It's had its ups. It's had its downs. Uh, we are really hoping for a good conclusion, and I'm sure they're going to give it their best. What do you guys want to see in these last 13 episodes to be satisfied? What is it going to take for you and your your fandom, your geekdom, right, to be satisfied um, with Agents of Shield season seven and the conclusion? Well, I think the benefit that Finishing season six the way they did and setting it up for a season seven, I feel like they had an idea where they wanted to go and they yeah. had time to write and actually make a, a good storyline. But I feel like for me, uh, one of the – I mean this is going to seem so nitpicky, but 
I want at least one more cameo slash reference to the actual cinematic universe. Okay. Like, yeah. they, oh, that'd be awesome. Whether it's to see like a Nick Fury type of character, yeah. or I mean, heck, give me Maria Hill again. Like, I don't like give me something that is yeah. supposed to be uh, connected to the movies, like some sort of continuity. But uh, I mean, these characters I feel like have to have. I mean, I don't want to necessarily say a happy ending, but I feel like this better not end like everyone dead this can't yeah. happen like that cannot happen and yeah yeah uh, go shimano what you got here uh for me um for, first and foremost and i have um i have brought up how much i believe that this was the core of the show uh fitzsimmons like that it, it, they have to end up back together like they they have to end up back together they have to end up um they have to end up you know happy they have to be able to <laughs> finally be together whether it, hopefully in something that ends similar to the scene they show with um you know cap and agent carter you know them yeah. dancing in the I house do. and mm-hmm. you pull away as you see just something simple like that you know yeah would, for sure would be just an incredible ending that is the part of the show that just like if i will be very unhappy with the ending if Fitzsimmons does not end up with a happy ending. But is that the ending that they've been building from season one all the way until now? Like, is it truly, or are they are they getting ready to just destroy us and like completely kill those two off? And they like moments before they get to be together. Like, <laughs> don't do that to me. All right, we, we're not doing this. To I'm me. preparing myself before season episode one. That that's what how it's going to end for trauma. Yeah, Justin is yeah, preparing yeah. himself for trauma. Yeah. I mean, the last. The, I mean, one little thing that I'm thinking is, what if Simmons is, or what if Fitz is just an AI, and the that's why oh, he's talking gosh. through the uh, Zephyr. What if he is Zephyr one? <laughs> like he's like Jeez, a Jarvis. Man. Oh my oh, gosh! Oh, Yoive! Wow, you guys are gonna drop that right there, man. It's tough. <laughs> a little bit. Um, I yeah. think for me, I agree with what you said about having a, a reference to the major MCU storyline. Right. You know, it doesn't even have to be a like a true. Um, like an, an actor or an actress coming over. Like even when season one they had an episode, I mentioned it on the last pod, where they were in London cleaning up Thor's mess from yeah. Thor of the Dark World. Even if there was a reference to like they had to go back in time, as I mentioned earlier, and fix something from Endgame. Like one of those little yeah. threads that clearly messed up. Yeah. Now, if they decide to throw in a bigger actor or actress for like some awesome cameo yes i'm gonna mark out big time in my mind (laughs) we're gonna we're gonna freaking like just talk about it like crazy on the pod but um yeah i think i need a good i'm i'm needy okay i need i need a good reference to the major mcu i need fitz and simmons together um but i also i don't know man i don't really want to see any of them die i mean unless it's like colson because he's an lmd and they finally have to say goodbye to him for real um, I don't want to see Mac die. I don't want to see. Did we even see Yo Yo in any of those trailers? Uh, there was a, yes, there was like a glimpse of her. Yeah, okay. And she looked like she was wearing shield attire, as far as like a, her suit. Like, yeah. Well, it does make you wonder. You didn't see Gemma in the streets of New York either. No, you didn't. So not. maybe they're splitting the team up again to do some different side Double missions. Tasks, yeah. Let's be honest. They're probably doing that. Yeah. <laughs> but anyways, um, yeah, I'm needy. I'm not gonna lie about it. Um, but I'm also overly, um, patient. 
especially with this show, because we've been through a lot of, I don't want to say disappointment, but like, eh, that was okay. <laughs> yeah, lots of, lots of meh moments. Yeah, yeah, lots of meh moments, but I mean, I don't know, man. I, I think the happiest I would be is if they're bouncing around time and they're doing different references to not only MCU, but also Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Like, what if, like, they find Deathlock when he's a kid and they do something to help Deathlock's actual character as a kid? Yeah. It was, yeah. It was his name was Mike, right? Oh, gosh, I think it was. But what if they do something to help him out? And, you know, like just, right, just yeah. little references like that yeah. throughout the show. Or like a, or Radcliffe. They find Radcliffe back in time somehow. I really hope that they're not staying in the 30s the whole time. If they're there for a few episodes, good. But I want to see them bouncing around. I want to see those hunters chasing them down. Yeah. I want to see some, some references to the greater MCU landscape. I think that's what will make me the happiest. <laughs> Like so. okay, here's something. What do you guys think the final scene should be of the entire series? <laughs> oh my god, the final scene. Like we talked about it, season five had a had a perfect final. It scene. was literally perfect. Yeah, like it couldn't have been better. Coulson May, yeah, on the, on the beach, fade out. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Gosh, you remember how sad it was too because Fitz was dead at that time. Right. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> remember that? Like they didn't re- remember. Like and then and then they mentioned like yeah he's a, he's alive somewhere in space. I'm like oh yeah he's freaking frozen. Yeah. Yeah. Anyways, I don't know if a, a perfect last scene. Shamato, do you have anything? I'm thinking. I, I mean, I'm not sure. Um, I don't know. Um, I always like symmetry. So I mean, maybe something. Um, you know, maybe things are going haywire and everything goes along like, you, you know, everything. Uh, you know, it's going crazy, and the final scene is the first scene, and you see. You know Grant Ward once again being. Oh wow! Look at that. Like they yeah. like 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 you were saying. There's things that they're fixing and they're getting it back to the world that they kind of know. And you know, oh my the final gosh. scene is a like way to show you. Yeah, they got back to where we know them to be, and it's just and Colson's alive again. <laughs> <laughs> but Literally. what I feel like they deserve, okay, as far as the final scene. That's good though, Shimada. They deserve to just be able to relax and enjoy each other. So sitting, like, let's do this, a Fast and the Furious ending, where they're all yeah. sitting around drinking a Corona. Family dinner. Family dinner. <laughs> they're grilling out. And a Mac, Mac's the working the grill. Yeah. Mac is working the grill. <laughs> Mac's working the grill. There's no doubt about it. Oh yeah. gosh! And they're all just sitting there <laughs> laughing and having a good time. Like that's 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 the moment right there. Yeah. It's oh gosh. The, the Vin Diesel hugging Paul Walker right there. Like, yeah. <laughs> all right. Are we gonna get a Daisy and Deke romance? Oh gosh. I don't know, man. I don't know how I feel about that. To be honest with you. Are we gonna get a kiss? And and it might it might not even be like she's into it, but just like they have to do it for some reason. I think we're gonna get something. I think so I, too, I, man. I think I, I, so. I don't know if it'll end up being a relationship yeah. of any sort, but I think we'll get something. Yeah, they, I they, thought it was more they, believable in season five because uh, I feel like Deke's character has only developed into uh, more, a, more of a, more of a sniveling, not necessarily annoying, but he's more of a, like an actual character now, quote yeah. unquote. Yeah, like he's yeah, he's overly. Some, but he's enjoyable though. He's enjoyable yeah. to watch. Like he's he's fun, but I don't feel like. Daisy deserves that kind of. Hey, isn't the fact that he's still in existence evidence that fits and like they're both at least alive? We can say that if, if we're following the like Back to the Future rules yeah. type of deal. Okay. But he mentions the multiverse theory, <laughs> yeah, and, and we're does. dealing with different timelines in the MCU yeah. as far as Captain America. What the heck yeah. can he freaking do? So 
like I said, the questions Dude. of time travel can be very iffy. Way to uh, go, Cap. Way to screw everything yeah. up. So maybe this is our chance to dive a little deeper into what time it really is. Yeah. So. Gosh. Yeah, man. Uh, we'll see. We'll get into. We'll go on this ride together for I'm the fired next up. thirteen weeks. I'm sure there'll be like a four week hiatus somewhere in there. Like <laughs> classic, classic Shield. Yeah, classic. Yeah. Classic. Classic, Shield. classic Marvel. Well, man. except Shield usually does like a eight week hiatus. Yeah. Some, something do. stupid to make. Yeah, you... we'll see you again in three months. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, thanks. And then go ahead and throw it in Human Season 2 in the middle of it for that, us, right? Oh, secret drop. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, uh, yeah. Dude, let's, I'm let's so desperate it. for content. I will watch in Human Season 2. <laughs> Why haven't you watched Season 1 again? <laughs> all right. And with that, uh, <laughs> all right. Any parting words or any other last thoughts uh, for Season 7 before we get on out of here? I'm, I'm just excited to see Season 1 or Season 7, Episode 1 and see where it goes, see that they set the tone. Uh, I'm looking for some intense moments of yeah. uh, of drama, like character building, but I'm also looking for some fun moments. I'm looking for a, a, them to have a good time during all of this as far as, at least like a moment, a moment of good time, like of of uh, camaraderie and stuff like that. But uh, yeah, we'll see, but something intense has to happen for sure. So Awesome. Shimato, anything to say? Anything? Any last words? Yeah, just uh, I just really hope that uh, uh, it draws some nice uh, homages to earlier season events and things like that. You know, you get a couple of things wrapped up, and you know, you see some some nice new stuff to you know kind of bring us home and just have you know a strong you know full season, especially with them knowing that this was the final season. Uh, hopefully, it'll help them you know build to a strong finale. Absolutely. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Well, I think it'll be good, and I'm excited for it. So once again, I want to thank all of you guys, all of our listeners, for tuning in. Um, thanks for finding finding our podcast and searching for us. Um, we're a new podcast. We're the new kid on the block, and we're okay with that. Uh, we want to cover all things geek culture, anything from movies, TV shows, video games, sometimes even sports, anything that uh, we can geek out about and talk about together. Um, and yeah, again, we are here because we want to talk about Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Season 7. Uh, starts next week, so we will have our normal pod uh, launching next week as well. Um, we haven't figured out the normal date that it will actually launch every week, uh, but we like to film these on Friday nights and, and then get them out probably hopefully on Saturday. So uh, yeah, we're excited, and uh, we just want to thank you guys again. Uh, please follow us on social media, subscribe to our show, on our on the podcast leave a review um and uh leave, leave a nice five-star review preferably <laughs> yeah uh even if we don't deserve it uh <laughs> give yeah. us a little a little gift um but yeah uh we will be back next week with more uh coverage of all things um geek and news that are newsworthy um we want to thank you guys once again for my good friends sandy and shimato this is t-roll signing off saying thank you for listening to the Royal Geek Podcast. We will see you next time, you peasants.